I have some sad news and that's that I just lost my great grandfather. He was 112 years old. Um, how did he pass away, you may ask? Well, it's actually a pretty tragic story. I guess the story begins with a guy named Louis. Louis Vuitton. Yeah, you know, the purse guy. Um, he was a big fan of 80s rap music. And he was uh, always listening to it, morning and night, especially when he drove. And he would listen to this song from this, guy, uh, this rapper named Sir Loin. Like the steak, but, you know, sirloin. And um, his wife would say, don't be listening to that sirloin all the time. Especially this one song that had this kind of police siren uh, that would blare through, throughout the whole song. And um, one day he was out driving a couple days ago and he was listening to Sirloin and he um, had that song on with the siren and just at that very moment you know maybe a 15 well maybe like 15 10 minutes earlier my great-grandfather was choking uh, on a piece of steak, sirloin steak, of all things. And my great-grandma, she's still alive. I don't know how she's gonna, you know, how well she's gonna do without, without him. But she called the paramedics and they were trying to get to him. And they had their sirens blasting and they were making good time, but, you know, Louis Vuitton, he didn't hear the uh, sirens because he was listening to that damn sirloin song. And he didn't pull over and didn't even acknowledge the siren because he just thought it was part of the song. And he caused a huge accident in the intersection. And by the time they got to my grandfather, great-grandfather, he had already passed. So let that be a lesson, you know, to a lot of the, these rappers out there. Please don't put sirens in your songs. You know, I know they like the gunshots and the sirens and the dogs barking and all this stuff, but, you know, maybe, maybe, you know, it would be kind of you to maybe just pass on the um, sirens being sampled in your rap music. Um, thank you very much. And... That's it, you know. Let's let's 
um, try to save some lives out there. Who knows how many countless um, needless, you know, lives needed to be lost needlessly. So, I've been seeing on social media a lot of um, people I know, a lot of women who are really upset. I think this all goes back to the Jonah Hill thing with him being abusive and using his knowledge of, of therapy and you know, considering himself to be an enlightened individual. Um, he uses that kind of as a weapon against his girlfriend. So, you know, I read, I read some of the stuff and it's not that... It, it's shitty. It's def, it's, he's definitely... That's definitely not being a, a great guy. But I don't know that it's all like he's using all these skills. But I've been seeing multiple, multiple women I know posting. I can't believe we now live in a time where men use spirituality and therapy as a way to manipulate and gaslight women. Um, they're like shocked. They can't believe what's happening. Something so beautiful as spirituality and and therapy. It's you, you you can't be surprised, you know. There's gonna be bros in every in every um, sect of life. Whatever whatever they can get their hands on. Whatever you guys make a big deal about, there's going to be a million bros. And, and I don't think that a lot of women understand they're not, it's not a woman's thing. It's not like, oh, women are very spiritual and they're very enlightened and they go to therapy. They just, I mean, a lot of... I would say most of the people, it's just like the new trendy popular thing, you know, over the last 15 years, it's just been growing and growing. It's basically, you know, it's Oprah. It's Oprah from, from 20 years ago and, and, um, just manifesting things and, um, having all your crystals and centering yourself and, all this stuff, the ayahuasca retreats, you know, I go and I, I'll go and do stand-up and I'll see, like, female comedians trying to be like, yes, and I went and did ayahuasca, and then I, and they're, like, bragging about their spirituality, and again, I hate to sound like a broken record, but this is another example of, you just, Things like spirituality, going to an ayahuasca retreat, um, um, going to therapy, that's your business. Keep it to yourself. And when you come across a person who's going, 
I'm just so miserable, and you seem like you're in a really good place. You know, can you give me some some of that wisdom? What what helped you get to this place? And then they start telling you a little bit, and they don't they don't teach you about it. That's where a lot of these people go wrong. They're the teacher of it. And they just got started on their journey. And they're already teaching you everything they've ever heard that sounds good to them. Um, And in the best case scenario, they go, you're supposed to say, this is where I got the information. This is the book I read. Hey, I uh, read a lot of Ram Das. You might want to read this. Or I listen to this guy. He's really smart. He's made a life practice of this. Or here's this woman. This She's really, really um, got a great message. You should listen to it. And then that person can dig a little deeper. Put in a little work. Go out, take, set aside some time, really soak in a message, not go, oh, well, you're my guru now, you, you don't know shit about anything, and you, you are all in to the little fragments of information that you know, and you spewed out little pearls of wisdom that aren't time-tested in your life, and now I know. And then they go out, and they have a conversation with their friends, and then they they tell them. So it just keeps going from there. And all of a sudden, these people, they think they're feeling energy flowing through them, and they think they're really tapping into all this stuff. And it's, it kind of gets used as a vehicle to validate you. It's... It's not actually working on yourself or like getting to the core of your issues or really doing that. They, they, people throw around words like trauma and you get enough attractive women talking like this, talking out of their ass, you're going to get, you, you're, you're bro bait, you know? You can't be on your OnlyFans and, ha- you know, have your, like, $250, $300 giant hat on and your $80 a candle, candles all over your apartment and be like, yes, I'm in touch. I'm in touch with my spirituality. And, um... Be going out there in your expensive workout clothes and um, putting this message out there like that. Because the first thing that happens is you attract. Because another question is, why are you encountering these bros? Why are you dating them? With all this spiritual knowledge that you have, when you're so in touch with yourself, you've gone to therapy and you really understand yourself. Yet, when it comes time to choose 
somebody to date and get intimate with and let into your life, you're picking a big, fake, phony, douchebag guy who is only doing exactly what he always does. Just like you're doing what you always do. You, you know, you go out there and you seek constant validation through these methods of spiritual practice and then you encounter the guy who puts on the facade. He's right there with you. Hey, I'm a big fucking douche too. And I learned a couple things and I'm into it now because that's what girls like. And you let this guy in your life. Um, and then you, you go, oh, I can't believe he's using spiritual... He's using sacred spirituality and the highly beneficial long-term therapy against me. Even though I haven't... I just do the activities. I don't really do the true work involved and and I'm not approach see if you're talking about it that much if I'm hearing you talk about it on a stage and just casually talking about your ayahuasca retreat and I shit myself and then we're all supposed to laugh because the attractive girl is so honest about having diarrhea in a tent and crapping and throwing up in a bucket because she did ayahuasca and we're all just chuckling at the thought of it. Ha 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 And that's your joke. As you clearly have no respect for what it like what it is to be a comedian. We can only assume and we're when we complainly see that you don't have that amount of respect to be humble in your spiritual virtues. So, again, the bros are gonna be everywhere, okay? If you can't figure that out, you've got a serious problem. You might need to get some real, like some real help. Because you need, it seems like the information is there for anybody. We can all see that there's bros in every in every social construct there's um spiritual bros of course i used to trim weed with these girls and i forget what they had a name for these guys but they're the guys who are like have all the they have like all the essential oils on them and you end up like we're all gonna live in the woods for a month and He's, like, the guys are there with, like, a big bag of essential oils, like, let me rub this on, it's very healing, and it'll align your chakras, and your heart chakra is a little out of line, I can tell, and he's playing on the fucking prayer bowl, and ringing that thing, and then he wants to rub you down with oil, and, and, you know, let's be open. Let's be open to express ourselves and touch each other and experience love. This guy's been trying to get laid. He brought a sack of oil with him. His whole plan is this is a place where I can get laid. Um, 
You are escaping and avoiding facing yourself as you truly are and seeing yourself for the person you are. This is a easy character to assume, the spiritual warrior. Um, so you've got the spiritual bros. Hell, I've seen um, Black Lives Matter bros. They're down at the protest. They're all, they're um, hooting and hollering and that's right, we want equal rights! And like, uh, we'll kick some ass for you! And they're trying to get laid. I remember seeing them all at the, like two summers ago, that when there was protest going on when COVID first came there's just all these buff dudes with their shirts off like black lives matter bro and um, then they try to get um, BLM pussy after the protest when things get dark and people start looting follow me I'll get us back I brought some Jaminson Let's just camp out here until it blows over, till the riot stops. I can't believe the cops, man. Let's drink. And then you're fucking a big buff white guy at a Black Lives Matter rally. Um, that's how it works. They show up. There's pride bros. We want equal rights! They're there fighting for your rights, okay? I'm not too... I'm not a toxic male. Okay? Yes, queen! And they're trying to bang you the whole time. The chicks, you know? That's right, queen! Yes! I don't mind it. Yeah, I'm gayer than anybody. No, you're not. You're not gayer than anybody. You're here to be a pride bro. I'm supporting. Um, I'm the good kind of straight. They're they're everywhere. The second you, it's been. I've been watching it for forever since I've done music. Oh, what? What style is cool in music? Oh, is it for you know, for a long time it was like, hey, we like Fleet Foxes, and okay, well, how about I'm a super big buff guy with, uh, you know, a linen button-up shirt opened up where my tits are kind of showing, and I'm way too buff. I don't look like a skinny, starving artist. I'm like. I'm just as artistic, okay, but I'm ripped, and is it cool to have long hair and a beard and, like, wear a fedora? Okay, I'll do that, but my hair is beautiful. All the products and blow drying, and I'm just a beautiful bearded man like Jason Momoa, but I can play. And then they learn, like, four or five chords and then they try to sing with passion and you want to shoot yourself in the fucking face um there's a there's every kind of bro there's artsy bro um 
what other kind of bro that you now there's like conspiracy theory bros oh yeah i believe i believe in the simulation we're all living in it and the girls are right there too you know eight eight nine years after it's common knowledge to anybody that keeps up with current events now they're in on it we're gonna hear them in 2023 on stage again i hear i see them at the open mics and they're just like okay we are living i don't know what to do now that we live in a simulation um the mandela effect it's all it's there's conspiracy bros and i'm a hot conspiracy guy and i want to fuck you and you're a hot conspiracy chick okay we know we know what's going on uh use the word reptilian loosely um just anytime you can you're gonna say something about reptilian and um, your concerns with AI your, that you haven't thought really thought, thought out that well and I do mushrooms oh wonderful a boring idiot who's completely enclosed in their own ego that nothing can penetrate that ego shell that you've got yourself in the center of and it's the most important thing that everyone sees you as mushroom guy psychedelic guy i'm ketamine guy i'm a guru bro i'm uh you know it's it's the way it goes it's the way it goes with anything um, I was pretty disturbed 15 years ago. Coachella's going full steam ahead. And it, they ruined it for me. You know? All, like the Urban Outfitters. And um, all these cl- anthropology. And all of a sudden they're selling like beaded necklaces. And hippie clothes. And witch clothes and ah and it's like really expensive stuff and it's so in fashion you're gonna I'm a white witch and you go out and you spend a million dollars for your Airbnb at Coachella and, <coughs> and you got plenty of money to go to the fanciest you know get the ultimate experience and we're gonna do mimosas on saturday after our night of doing mushrooms and then we can tell everybody that we are the mushroom people um it's it's a little bit too much so when i saw that happening i go oh no you guys are ruining things that are dear to my heart You know, it's interesting when little weird guys who, like... I had a lot of friends, and they were, like... um, They did a lot, like, way too much acid to the point where they're all kind of insane insane people now. But 
Um, they didn't care what they dressed like. They didn't care what anyone thought. They sat around trying to play tool songs and and when you would stop by their garage that they would hang out at, they would have weird projectors with crazy like they were like being inventive and getting into some crazy shit and I've been watching uh, you know this scientist and he's got this YouTube channel. I've been watching it for like nine, ten hours now. And they would get weird ideas and and go through with making them. And it's cool. It was cool, you know. Or if you're a traveling artist, or or if you're a real fucking brainiac and um, a high level intellect, and then you kind of tamper with mushrooms and psychedelics. There's a lot of incredible stuff that can happen there. If you're out on the road and you're trying to tap into your art and you're creating art and you're taking chances and you're, you know, there's there's ways to do it and not be insufferable. But now it's just any old person. It's mimosas on Saturday, mushrooms all night. Um, I'm gonna tell everybody about my my night of mushrooms for the rest of my goddamn life, and I'm gonna talk down to people, and I'm gonna teach people how to interact with these drugs, and every chance I get, I'll explain something very powerful and deep. Um, so, anyways, this is this is what I think what comes to mind when I see at least you know I I give it to about like 10 to 15 people I know who posted something about how they're upset that men are using spirituality as a weapon of manipulation and then I then I chime in on it but if I just see something that's like a Vice article or some weird clickbait, I'm not going to chime in. But if I see people I actually know talking about this stuff, I'm going, wow, you don't understand how silly you sound. I know you. And the way you're talking about, like, I can't believe he would. these men are using our spirituality against us. It's like, I don't know who these people think they are. They, like, um, are like hipsters of 2009. Like, oh, I like, I like the band Wilco more than you do. I've known about it longer than you have. Um, that's how they're being. Like, I'm a real fan. I'm a real fan of Wilco. Um, and you don't get it right. I know you might listen to it and say you like it, but you don't really get it and like it the way that I do. That's how these uh, ladies are talking about therapy and spirituality and psychedelic experiences and mindfulness and all of this stuff 
they're like, oh, and ah, and they're like getting like irritated and huffy and puffy, videotaping themselves. Just, ah, and I think that's really sick. And I can't believe they don't know anything about it. Like, and I don't know. It's just incredible to me. I think we all need to go through a long period of, of shutting the fuck up. And if you come across some beautiful pearls of wisdom, hold on to them, apply them to your life. And if you meet someone who suffers the way you do, you can then tell them what book you read, which which person um, inspired you, and then don't say anything else. You don't need to take it as an opportunity to become a half-cocked guru. Um, that's just a message to the world. I love you guys. There's no video on this one because I haven't had time. I've been on an insane diet where I can't even um, eat food anymore because of my liver. So I'm not allowed to eat salt, sugar, red meat, um, no, um, nothing processed certain vegetables, certain fruits, no bread products, um, no pita, like flour, none of this stuff. I can barely eat anything, and that's where I'm at. I'm balancing this diet, and um, I'm getting my act together here, and focusing on work, and I'm writing a bunch for stand-up and focusing on my sobriety and my physical and mental health. That's what I've been doing, and it takes uh, a lot of time. My days just kind of fly by now. Um, So I wanted to put this out there and say hi to everybody. I'm always thinking about you guys, um, and I just kind of wait. If I get something on my mind, I just like to throw it down because it's been too damn long. (laughs) All right, have a good morning. I mean, it could be night if that you're listening to this. It could be a beautiful midday. Um. You could be on a hike right now. I hope it's nice. Um, I hope you see some cool birds. Keep your eye on those trees. There's some condors out there. We have a yellow um, hooded oriole that built its nest in my backyard. Maybe one of those will go fly by. It's bright yellow and it's kind of large. It's like insane. It's really cool. Um, I hope you're enjoying life, and let's, uh, let's get, let's keep it real, dog.